When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Just because I dress like a slob doesn't mean I don't know things, Topher. That almost makes it worse. I know better, but I refuse to do better. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of True Crimes. Against Wine. I'm Judge Topher. And I am Judge Rachel. Judge Rachel is going to be our commentator today. Ooh, and Judge Topher is taking us through the backwoods today. That's right. (laughs) And just want to note that we finally have Fact Checker back at work. Yes. So give him a nice round of applause. (laughs) Yeah. He just got back from his personal retreat and he brought us today's lovely wine which I'm going to open. Let's let's get into our wine. So as we are getting into today's wine with Mm -hmm. its lovely Stelvin enclosure which is what you call the screw cap. What is it? Stelvin? Stelvin. Mm -hmm. I am perfectly willing to admit when there are gaps in my wine education and this is one of the gaps that I had. Uh, So I was not previously aware of this particular wine region. Okay. And now I am. France? <laughs> France! 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 <laughs> um, no, actually. So we are in the Arkansas River Valley. Ooh. Which is an actual AVA, American Viticultural Area. Oh. Been recognized since 1984, but they've been growing wine okay. since the 1880s. It is okay. the oldest continuously running wine region on this side of the country. What is this side? Because again, this is not a visual. Sorry. If you were to divide the country in half vertically. Okay. On the right half of the country? The east. Yeah. Eastern-ish side. side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we've talked before about some places in California that Spanish monks from the 1600s were like. Started started, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this particular area is called Altus. And it was not the town itself, Mm -hmm. but the winemaking business there was established by Johann Wiedeker. The Johann Wiedeker. Yes, and he is from Switzerland, so he's one of my people. Oh, there you go. And he actually even built a tasting room and winery up on one of the mountains that's built like an alpine chalet kind of Swiss village. We need to go there. I know. Doesn't it sound fun? So yeah, he was, it's funny, he was a farmer, Mm -hmm. but he was also trained in leather making. And so he started off being a cobbler. Okay. And then he got into farming grapes and he established a contract Mm. with the ecclesiastical Catholic church in Arkansas Mm. and started making all their communion wine Okay, before he started making wine for all the miners Mm. that lived. And that's miners as in they work in mines, not Not young children. (laughs) Although I'm sure there were plenty of children who worked in those wines. kind of loose. In those mines, yeah. yeah. Um, Worked in those wines. Well, you know. Their little feet are great for stomping. Yeah. So because of that contract, he was actually able to continue through the prohibition, Mm. which is what has made it possible for them to be the longest continuously running on this side of whatever. Was it like medicine during Prohibition times or something? No, it was for the communion. communion. Oh, okay. So they had like a religious exemption. Yeah. But before Prohibition, Mm -hmm. this particular region produced over half 
of the U.S.'s wine. Really? Yeah. Isn't that And I had no wild? idea. No idea. Yeah. Huh. Now, granted, I will say this is, you know, 1880s to through the early 1900s. So this is the Gilded Age. Yes. Most of the people who were consuming wine, mm-hmm. who were not the miners drinking sure. local wines. Yeah. We're getting a lot of their wines from Europe too. Yeah, so like how are. much wine was actually being produced. But that's still that's, pretty significant. It is, yeah. Cause yeah. I mean the population in the US was booming at that time mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And you know, at this point, I guess they weren't established enough in mm-hmm. California to really take advantage of all of that. Mm-hmm. But the whole reason that it was such a big deal is because the river valley there for the Arkansas River is very similar to the fine winemaking regions of Germany and Switzerland. Those oh, really cool. fertile okay. mountain kind okay. of high altitude valleys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, but let's get into the wine itself. Yeah, well, cheers to a new experience. Cheers. I will say it's a pretty bright red color. I know it's kind of hard to see in our glasses, but when you were pouring, it looked yeah. like a vibrant red. Okay. I can't tell because the, the blue of the glass right. is reflecting right, on right. it. Right, right, What are you smelling? Some cherry. Okay. Yeah, cherry and some funk. What is the funk? I don't know, like barnyardy. Oh, well, I mean, the cows, I guess, were coming into this. With his history as like a cobbler and working oh, with leather. Yeah, actually it was all goat leather. So don't oh, you seem a no. fool now. <laughs> it's really difficult. I feel like it's going to need to open up some. Okay. But I do we... get the dark, the dark red fruit and yeah. some plum. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a Merlot, by the way. Oh, thank you. Okay. That was my next question. No, it wasn't. I had forgotten to ask. <laughs> don't forgive me a side eye. He's like, bitch, no, it wasn't. I'm interested to see what you think of this. Okay. Oh, it's very sweet. It does have a sweetness to it. Uh-huh. Not like a residual sugar still, but to me now it's like super, super ripe plum. Okay. Like but really it's very, like, sweet ripe juicy. plum. Yeah. And almost creamy in its texture. Yeah. It's got like a heavy texture to this it. This is kind of an odd wine. It is a little bit <laughs> weird. Are you getting other things from the taste? Because I don't know about this. Really ripe plum is the overwhelming thing to okay. me right now. I mean, it's not maybe, bad, maybe but Maybe really wasn't... juicy cherry. Yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting. You know what it almost tastes like? Mm. Is like a Sara Lee cherry pie. Yes. Yes. That artificial kind of taste. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really juicy. Now, are Merlot's supposed to taste like this? <laughs> Typically, I would expect them to be a lot drier, mm-hmm. personally. Okay. But before we get into today's celebrity. Yes. There, the region does have a tie-in okay. to a celebrity we've done in the past in our first season. Who? So the town of Altus, where this is made. Uh-huh. By the way, this is Bathhouse Row Winery. Mm. Majestic, majestic Merlot. Majestic Merlot. <laughs> majestic Merlot. And it's from Altus Hot Springs, Arkansas, which during okay. the Gilded Age, that was an area where the rich people would go because there because were- Because of the springs. The, the baths. Yeah. Yes. They would go take For your the, health. Take the waters. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first season of The Simple Life was filmed in Altus. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I vaguely remember that just because of the Walmart connection, where they like went to Walmart for the first time. I mean, Walmart originated in Arkansas. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. With the Waltons. Yes. Yeah. However, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie are not our celebrities today. They are not. We have a we have another first besides the region. We do. I think this is our first political mm-hmm. duo. Yeah. 
Kind of a power couple. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. It is Bill and Hillary Clinton. That's right. Yay. I'm so interested to see where this is going to go. Me too, because obviously we know so much about them because Bill was a president during our lifetimes. Right. In the 90s, so we know a lot about that. Really the first one that I was personally aware of. Yeah, Yeah. because George Bush Sr., I wasn't like really, he wasn't on my radar. Right, you're too young at the time, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do remember mostly the re-election of Bill Clinton. Of that being like just a big topic of conversation amongst family members and Mm -hmm. things like that. It was. Yeah. Kind of a... Very charged couple, too. I mean, there's yes. a lot there's to a get lot into. about them. Yes. Okay. Let me take another sip of this. Her emails. Emails. Every time I taste it, it surprises me. And I don't know if that's good or bad. It's not a bad tasting. It's not. Wine, but it's not what I am expecting. Right. I, I think this is like a good sipping wine where you have one little glass and you sip on it and then you move on. Okay. We'll see if it opens up differently. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Either it will or it won't. (laughs) (laughs) And at some point, we won't care. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about Bill, and then we'll talk about Hillary. Okay. And then we'll throw in the cross-examination at some point. Now, would their celebrity couple name be Billery or Hilliam? I like Billery. Billery? Yeah. Do you like that or Hilliam better? I like helium because it sounds like helium. And then I'm picturing Bill Clinton saying, I did not have sexual With intercourse. a tiny little yeah. voice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So Bill Clinton was born in Hope, Arkansas in 1946. He was named William Jefferson Blythe III. That is such a Southern name. When he was born. That is such yes. an old money Southern name. Yes. But the thing was, he changed his name to Clinton in honor of his stepdad because his father died in a car accident just a few months before he was born. Oh, wow. So Mm -hmm. he never even knew his father. No. And his dad was only 25 when he died and his mom was 20. Wow. So very, very young. Were they actually old money or is this just... No. Oh, no. They were not old money whatsoever. Okay. Okay. So fun little fact, Bill's mom was his dad's fourth wife. Whoa, at 25? Yes. His dad- He's been busy. His dad was a traveling salesman, and boy, did he get around. I was going to say, <laughs> now, was this divorce, or are these people dying under No, they, they were divorced. So his father got married for the first time. They divorced. They still kind of get together, and they had a kid outside of their marriage after they were divorced. He then married that first woman- After they were divorced? Yeah. Oh, my God. He then married that first woman's sister. The drama of it all. And then they got divorced, then he married another woman, and he was still technically married to his third wife when he married his fourth and final wife. So it's kind of a bigamist until the divorce was finally processed, then he was like officially married to Bill's mom, and then he died in the car accident. Wow. And Bill's mom was also married four times. At 20? No. Oh, that's right. She got married again. She got married again. So, yeah, then she married a man with the last name Clinton and Bill. And he kind of raised Bill, basically. So that's why Bill took on his last name. They had a very kind of rocky marriage. They divorced, then they remarried Hmm. within the same year, which is nuts out of me. And then he died. Then she married another guy. He died a few years later. Then she married a fourth time final guy. He died, and then she just stopped getting married. Okay, so that's where the suspicious deaths come in. Okay, it was really her. Yeah. Yeah, because it was a lot of deaths. That's a lot of deaths. I think she was just a widow each time. Maybe not to Bill's stepdad. Maybe he survived. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's no way to tell. There's no way of telling. <laughs> but anyway, so Bill kind of had like a wild childhood. He grew up in Arkansas. Both of his parents were from Arkansas. So he grew up there. He has several half siblings, again, from his father's side that he only really knew about when he was running for president. Oh, And then, you know, of course, journalists were like digging up information. That's how he found out he had half siblings. He was like, oh, shit. But he does have a half sibling with his mom and his stepdad's marriage, Roger. And he was briefly in the news a little bit for kind of being a fuck up. I think he had DUIs or something. I love how people throw that shit out there as though it's supposed to somehow reflect on the political candidate. Do you want to be judged based on your sibling's behavior? No, especially if I don't even know that they existed. Well, he knew Roger existed. He grew up with Roger. Mm-hmm. Roger is like four years younger than he is or five years yeah. younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always been so strange to me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was kind of odd. So anyway, he, he grew up in Arkansas. He did well in school. He was interested in both music and law. And we know he plays a saxophone. Yes. And he said... Famously from the Animaniacs show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's... Bill Clinton pretty- plays the sax. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that was like such a weird thing and like a big deal in the 90s, which now would be like, okay... Remember he went on like Arsenio Hall and he played the sax like the first time he ran for president? Who's Arsenio Hall? Oh my God, Topher. <laughs> Is that SNL? No. One of you needs to send in a sidebar question about Arsenio Hall, please. <laughs> Just so we can educate Topher Sounds about like it. I'm the one with the sidebar question. I know, it does. I'll take who is Arsenio Hall for 400. You don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so he said he was deciding what to do with his life when he was still in high school. And he said he knew he couldn't really have a career as a musician because he wasn't ever going to be good enough Mm. as the jazz great. And he was also kind of interested. It's good to have that self-awareness and be like, this just needs to remain a hobby. Yeah, and he was also interested in medicine a little bit too because his mom became a nurse. But he's like, I'm not really good enough to be like a doctor. So then he decided, okay, I want to go into public service. I love (laughs) the ranking of, yeah, I'm not good enough to be one of the great jazz musicians. So I'm not going to do that. Okay. Doctor, but I'm not really good enough at medicine to be an actual doctor. Mm. I'm going to become the president of the United States. Yeah. I'm good enough for that. Yeah. Well, I think he always kind of had that, charisma about him Mm, even he is very charismatic as like a teenager and he was taking like public speaking classes and like debate classes so i think he kind of got used to that like rhetoric gotcha and got used to public speaking will you pull up a picture of young bill clinton like high school or college era he was good looking i always like doing that because like yeah biden was a hottie oh biden yeah for sure biden i think was better looking than bill clinton yeah younger but Bill Clinton, I think, was a good-looking guy as a young adult. He kind of like the typical he 70s. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's just gotten grayer in his hair. You know who would play Hillary, though, in their biopic from who? that era? Well, not from that picture, maybe, but okay. from this one. Uh-huh. Her name Maisie. She plays Williams? Arya. Yeah, who yeah. played Arya Stark. Oh, I could see that. I was going to say maybe Amanda Seyfried a little bit, too, with kind of the eyebrows in that picture. Yeah, to me, that's totally Maisie Williams. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. There's something like kind of like a wider face around the eyes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bill ended up going to Georgetown University. That was the only college he applied to, and he got scholarships together. In, in Washington, D.C.? Uh-huh. He graduated from there. Then he went to Oxford over in England. He was a Rhodes Scholar. He was a Rhodes Scholar. So he went over there. This was so for of, those of you who don't yeah. know, a Rhodes Scholar has to be someone from basically what was previously a Commonwealth. Yeah. Or is still a Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. 
And they bring from each of those countries one scholarship student mm-hmm. per, is it per year? I think so. And they live in this special enclave at Oxford. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really cool. I got to tour it when I was there. And oh, I was did like, you? I want to be a Rhodes Scholar. Why didn't you? I'm not prestigious enough. Okay. You're not from Arkansas. It's, it's really intense. intense. It's intense. I mean, it's I, a had, big deal. I had an incredible GPA. Yeah. But I didn't have an incredible GPA with all of the networking. And yeah, all of it's that. a lot of the networking. Yeah. And I think he's always excelled at that. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. don't. I'm not, <laughs> I cannot self-promote to save my life. It feels awkward and inauthentic to me and I hate it. That's why yes. I'm not good at cold sales. If you're yeah. already in the market to buy something, I can help you buy that. I can talk to you about wine all day long because I know that you are wanting to get a bottle of wine. Right. What I'm not able to do is just walk up to somebody on the street and be like, bottle of wine. Bottle of wine, sir. Right. <laughs> it's not my, yeah. not my oeuvre. That's fair. That's fair. So he went to Oxford, but he never graduated from Oxford. Really? Yeah. This was kind of in the midst of the Vietnam War stuff. So he ended up going back to the U.S. and rolling at law school at Yale. And then okay. he kept getting kind of like deferments for the draft for Vietnam, but then he eventually registered for the draft, but his number was like so far down the list that he never realistically would have been called up. So there was a little bit of a scandal about him working the system to get out of being drafted Yeah, okay, early well, on. it's not like he had bone spurs. Right, I mean, and also he had a moral objection to the Vietnam War. I was gonna say too. It was a ridiculous war. Yeah. There was no reason to go. I would be pissed if I died and were hurt for no been drafted. Oh yeah, for sure. I've been like, are you fucking kidding me right yeah. now? So anyway, it was at Yale that he met Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. So let's switch gears for a second and talk about Hillary. Yeah. Tell me about her family background because I don't know anything about her. I remember reading one of her memoirs in the early 2000s and then I forgot a lot from it. (laughs) Now, so I relearned a lot of information during we gonna, my research. Are we going to go ahead and name drop? Because it's very rare that you get to name drop I a celebrity know. that you know. So Hillary and I are good personal friends. <laughs> <laughs> there is a picture of you two together. There is. Yeah, it's real. It's not Photoshop. Yeah, she spoke at my college graduation. So it was really fun meeting somebody at the time who was a senator and who we knew was going to run for president. Like yeah. everybody kind of assumed that was going to happen. So it was cool walking across and the And then stage. a year later. We married. <laughs> I was going to say a year later she ran for president because you're so young. I'm very young. Yeah, that was so in 2015. <laughs> Topher, you know what? I was, I was paying you a compliment. You said it sarcastically. I did not. Fact checker, was it sarcastic? It was not. <laughs> I just have resting sarcastic voice. Yeah, fact checker said that's just your voice. Okay, I won't cross-examine you just yet, but you better watch it. You're on thin ice. <laughs> oh, <too far>. no. <laughs> Yellow flag on the play. Yeah. So Hillary was born in 1947 in Chicago, Illinois, to the Rodhams, because we know Hillary Rodham Clinton. Right. Yeah, that's her name. So she's old money. No, but her parents were much more like solidly middle class than Bill Stanley. They could Um, afford piano lessons. Yes, basically, yeah. Her mom was a stay-at-home mom, and her dad um, had a textile business. So they were, like, doing real well. Yeah. For, like, mid-century middle class, like, pretty decent. She was the oldest. Um, she had two younger brothers. She was always interested in politics. Her family was very conservative. Really? Yes. How interesting. Her dad was, like, old-school, like, conservative, like, very traditional gender roles and stuff like that. But he recognized that, like, Hillary was just, like, really smart and ambitious, 
So he encouraged his daughter to go to college. I love that. Yeah. And she went to Wellesley, an all-women's college, just like me. That's, you're basically the same person. I'm basically Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you both look great in pantsuits. I do love a pantsuit. I have gotten some more pantsuits for work. Recently. Have you really? Oh, yes. I can't wait for the fashion show later. Oh, boy. They have pockets. It's a wonderful time to be alive. I know. 2023 women can have pockets now. I stopped the presses. <laughs> uh, so she Don't let Fox News hear about this. Oh, my God. They would have a fit about pockets. Pockets. Why do women need pockets when they have purses? You already have one pocket. Topher. <laughs> Yeah, so she went to Wellesley. She was always interested in politics. She started moving from conservative to liberal, mostly because of, like, civil rights movement stuff that was happening in the 60s. So that kind of changed her opinion. She then went to Yale Law School. <coughs> I'm sorry, are you against women going to law school, Topher? Yeah, I don't think that anyone should be a lawyer. Fair. Okay. Sorry, lawyers. Sorry. <laughs> no, please help us when we get in trouble one day. And we will. We will. That's we say a lot of things and then we forget that we say them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. She and Bill were really drawn to each other. That's in cute. In law school. And he proposed to her multiple times. Love that. And she kept putting it off until he was going back to Arkansas after graduation. And she kind of had a decision. Did she want to stay on the East Coast and try to practice law somewhere there? Or did she want to go to Arkansas with him? Mm-hmm. And she ended up passing the bar exam in Arkansas. Oh, wow. And not passing it in D.C. So she's like, well, I'm going to go to Arkansas and marry Bill. I mean, honestly, that's a testament to her intelligence because I'm sure that it's the law code in Arkansas has got to be a completely foreign thing. It I mean, is. There's all the cousin marrying and like. <laughs> No ice cream in your back pockets on Sundays. Right. And dry county laws, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know that half of the counties in Arkansas are still dry counties? It doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's like a lot of the South. In Georgia, when have we, we been... Oh, boy. Southern accent came out. When have we been able to buy alcohol on Sunday? That's been within the past several years. Yeah. Pretty recent. Uh-huh. If it wasn't in a restaurant. And even then, yeah. that was... After a certain time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that doesn't surprise me that there are still a lot of dry counties in Arkansas. It's so weird it's, to me. It is weird, but whatever. It's the South. It's it's going to be the South. <laughs> south is going to South. Right? South be South then. Yeah. Yeah, she called that decision something where she followed her heart over her head. But I think it was a pretty pragmatic decision, though. I mean, it worked out. It did work out. And I yeah, think, well, well, okay, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pragmatically from a Slytherin uh-huh. point of view, yes, it mm-hmm. worked out. Who is Hillary a Slytherin? Oh my God. She's gotta be a Slytherin. She's either a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw. Yeah, I can see maybe a combo of the two. I think Bill's a Gryffindor. Mm, maybe Gryffindor and a little bit of Slytherin mixed in. A little bit, but mostly Gryffindor. He's more charming he, than Hillary is. And he he charges into situations. He does, I think. Yeah. yeah. Hillary's much more calculated. Yeah. But not in like a manipulative way necessarily. Not necessarily, no. Sometimes. But I think that that's a good, that's a good match for yeah. people to have. Yeah. To be like. And I think she saw, and I think he did too, that they would be a really good match, not just in terms of whatever personal feelings they have for each other, but in terms of like both of their career ambitions as well. Mm-hmm. And that's important, especially when mm-hmm. you're both trying to move into a similar mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And they have both, I think, become very successful in spite of and maybe due to their partners, yeah. <laughs> like having their marriage together. I would agree. I mean, if if he had not ended up going into politics, yeah. I think that they would have an extremely successful national law firm together. Mm-hmm. Where they have the commercials and the ads on the buses. I don't think that they would be like 
injury law. I think it would you be more. You don't think maybe like Morgan and Morgan? Or Ted Nugent? Yeah. One cool. That's all. No, I, I see them being more corporate Ken, law and, and defending. Wait, Ken Nugent. Is it Ken? Yeah, because Ken Nugent is the singer who's awful. Oh, I don't know. All right, other sidebar question. Who's Arsenio Hall? Okay, and Ted Nugent. <laughs> no, I see them okay. being more of like the kind of law firm that defends politicians and okay. major corporations okay. yeah, and yeah. things like that. They were always going to be involved like, in what's making this country they, move. They're the ones who go to the Supreme Court to argue a case. Right. Okay. Right. They're not the local ambulance chasers. No. <laughs> no. I could see, though, if maybe Bill hadn't been so smart, but he still had the charisma where he could have been like a really good ambulance chaser lawyer. If he had had someone other than Hillary, yeah. that probably would be what would happen. Probably. Honestly. And he probably would have been happy He would have his, his face on benches. Oh, he in, would love that. In Altus, Arkansas. Yeah, with his own wine. For yeah. sure. All right. Are you getting anything different from the wine? Still Sarah Lee. Okay. Let's fill up. Maybe a hint. <gasps> Betty Crocker? Hint. I was going to say Marie Callender. Oh, some pot pie. <laughs> Let's fill our glasses. See how red it is? It is very out? red. Yeah. It is very cartoony red wine. It's, well, it's almost like a, it's not, it's not ruby, but it's like a garnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Red garnet. No. <laughs> can taste it from this. <laughs> fact checker's trying to pour into his mineral water glass. Oh, fact checker. So uncivilized. All right. So are you fact ready? Fact checker says that's wine. <laughs> yep. He said that's a fact. <laughs> are you ready for our cross-examination? Am I ever? No. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh, we had some different tones going on in yeah. there. Mm. Felt like Sandra Bullock and Miss Congeniality. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of a first for us with our cross-examination. Is it ice skating? Yes. You have to perform. I got the ice rink ready. I don't have skates, but I can I do it in my socks. I got them for you. <laughs> You're a women's seven, I think. And shoes. I have teeny tiny feet. Yes, you do. Yeah. Very large body. The teeny little feet. Like a cartoon. All right, so I'm going to tell you a fact, and you have to tell me if it was Bill or Hillary. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Hillary did not have sex with that woman. She didn't. Well, maybe. Fact checker saying, mm, I don't know. Does fact checker, no. No. We could, we could make a lot of money off of I that fact. Know. Ooh, fact checker, write a tell all. Yes. But. Not put about our, us. Put our names on Put our names on Yeah, ghostwrite a tell-all. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You have to be really specific about I how you know. phrase these things. And he's like Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick a number. <coughs> how many? Ten. Ten? Mm-hmm. Ten. Okay. Was it Bill or Hillary who said their biggest political regret was Rwanda? What happened in Rwanda? Was you it Arsenio me? Hall? It wasn't Arsenio Hall. It sounds like something that would have happened maybe while she was Secretary of State. Okay. So I'm going to say Hillary. No. Oh. It was Bill Clinton. Take a drink. I was a kid. You were a child, but in the mid-90s, there was a genocide in Rwanda. Oh, is this the Hutus and Tutsis? Yeah. And the U.S. did not intervene despite knowing what was going on. And Bill Clinton later said, like... we intervened, we ended up with a bunch of fucking slaves, so... Topher, no... Yeah, but Bill said he regrets not having stepped in to prevent genocide. 
All right, next number. So one of the Cards Against Humanity cards Mm -hmm. that my friends use on me because it makes me laugh every time. Oh, no. Okay. Is stifling a giggle at the mention of Hutus and Tootsies. Topher. It's their funny names. Topher. You are insensitive. Maybe. But they're (laughs) funny names. The genocide should not have happened, though. Thank you. Thank you for coming out against genocide. (laughs) Taking a stand. I am pro-comedy, anti-genocide. Okay, I'm glad we clarified. And I did not have sex with that woman. You didn't. That's true. All right, next number. Five. Okay. So when they were younger, who was mostly raised by their grandparents? Like young, young. Hillary. No. Mm, Because she had a stay-at-home mom. I feel like if it's... If it is, Hillary, you tricked me somehow. And I will sue. So I'm going to go for Bill. Okay. Yes, correct. Okay. Celebratory set. I'm glad I remembered that factoid. I know. I was testing your memory. So yeah, Bill was mostly raised Fact by- Fact checker's playing footsies with me. Fact checker, this is a place of work. I will get HR involved. Oh no, but he's the head of HR too. Dang it. <laughs> Unless you want to make boyfriend the head of HR. I don't think boyfriend wants that responsibility. He doesn't want to deal with our nonsense. (laughs) Be like another claim? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, so Bill was mostly raised by his grandparents while his mom was in nursing school. Okay. When he was very young. And she became a nurse anesthetist, which is pretty cool for that time. They're the people who put people down, right? Mm -hmm. To sleep. Yeah. And not in a euphemistic, like, I'm putting you to sleep. No. Like, it's time for surgery. Go night-night. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. They put you down, mm-hmm. like they diss you, and then they put you to sleep. Yeah, like, you dummy, your stupid appendix. <laughs> Go to sleep now. Cyanide. <laughs> All right, next number. Nine. Okay. So who helped secure funding for 9-11 victims? Osama bin Laden. He secured funding for oh, the victims that he attacked? To make the victims. Which is a weird yeah. message to send. <laughs> well, he secured, yeah, to make victims. He secured funding. To make victims and then help them after the attack? You didn't say help them. I you said... Fact checker. Did I clearly say help the victims? I did. Thank you. You said four victims. To help them. That's not clear. All right. I'm, take a drink for being argumentative. <laughs> Bill or Hillary? Hillary. Yes. Celebratory set. She was Secretary of State at the time. No. She was Senator. She was, not. She was Senator at the time. Oh, but for New York. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. She, as senator, was helping the victims of 9-11. So she helped secure that funding for them. Okay. After the attacks. Next number. Which is kind of fucked up that you even have to have somebody do that, to be honest. Well, I mean, you have to pass the bill. Like, I'm sure it was not a bill that people were, like, really opposing because that would look really bad. The optics of that would have been awful. Yeah. But, yeah, she helped. So good. Good for you, Hillary. Good for all right. There's a bumblebee outside your window, <gasps> and it just went straight head on into one of the lights that you have hanging. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, shook itself off. <laughs> oh, no. It was pretty epic. We're going to go with one. Okay. He was allergic to cats. Our guest still is. Technically, they're both alive. I know they had a cat. They did have a cat. I'll give you a bonus point if you can get the cat's name right. Socks. Yes. Good job. Bonus point. Take a sip. But he was allergic. Bill. Yes. Celebratory sip for you on both counts. That's why his nose was always so red. Yes, that was why. (laughs) Yeah, so they had their cat socks in the White House. 
even though Bill was allergic to cat dander. And they ended up giving the cat to a White House staffer after they left the White House in 2001. And the cat lived a happy, healthy life until the cat had to be put to sleep because it had cancer. Oh, no. I know. Did it live in the White House? No. The staffer went back to their home. Why didn't they keep the cat? Because they got a dog named Buddy and the dog and cat did not get along. Okay, well, I'm a... I know. Very big dog person. I know. However. However, your cat was there first. Yeah. You don't displace your family member. I know. But I think the cat really bonded with the one White House staffer because there are pictures of her with the cat and the cat's on her desk and stuff. And it's really cute. As long as the cat was very happy. I think the cat was happy. Yeah. So good for you, Socks. And I hope that they paid for the medical bills. No, that was a huge scandal. Was it really? No. (laughs) Because it should be. It seems like something that people would have picked up on. If that's the case. Yeah. If you are that wealthy, you gotta pay for your cat's vet bills. Yeah, That's even only if right. you've even if you've given that cat mm-hmm. to someone else. That's mm-hmm. mm. next number. What did I just do? One. Mm-hmm. Let's do four. Okay. So, who wanted to be an astronaut when they were a kid? Hillary. Yes. Did you already know this? I did not know that. Okay, well, good guess. I just remember you saying she was very ambitious. Yes. And that seems like during her growing up period would Mm -hmm. be like, I want to be the first woman astronaut because there were Uh only men. Well, and that's why NASA said no to her. (laughs) So when she was 14, so this would have been- She's like, fuck it then. I'm going to run for president. Yeah. Screw you, NASA. Not good enough to be an astronaut. funding. (laughs) Or an oboist. Fine. Yeah, so when she was 14, she wrote a letter to NASA saying, like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. And they're like, thanks, but only boys can be astronauts. Yeah, well, because periods and also lactation. I know. Man, all the fluids. <laughs> Women are just basically bags of fluid, right? Honestly. <laughs> Next number. Six. Okay. So who briefly worked in a fish canning factory? In a fish canning factory? Yeah, where you take fish and you put them into cans. First of all, for Why? People eat canned fish. Fact checker is pantomiming yum, yum. Bill or Hillary? Who likes fish more? Who likes factories more? I'm going to say Hillary because she lived on the Great Lakes. Okay. That's, yes. That's my final answer. Okay, pick up your glass. Celebratory set. But it wasn't in the Great Lakes, so shame. (laughs) (laughs) I love the mixed messages here. So while she was in college, she briefly was in Alaska and she worked at a fish canning factory, but she got fired because she complained about the quality of the fish that they were canning and was like, this shouldn't go out to people. And they're like, you're fired. (laughs) That's how people get, what's that? There's a specific thing that you can get from bad fish that's been tinned. Barfing. Yes. Well, (laughs) interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Next number. Let's do two. Okay. Who met JFK their senior year of high school? Hillary. No, take a drink. Wrong. It was Bill. Really? In mm-hmm. Arkansas? Mm-hmm. So Bill Clinton was... JFK was aware that Arkansas was a place. Yes. That's... Despite your weird conspiracy theory about JFK and Arkansas. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just always heard the opposite. Yeah. He's like, nope, doesn't exist. I heard that he was like, Iowa and Arkansas don't nope, exist. don't exist. You can't yeah. see them from a map. That's my theory about Nebraska. Oh, I always so forget I, about Iowa I and know. Nebraska. So in high school, my friends and I always had this theory that like Nebraska wasn't real. Because who have you ever met from Nebraska? No, no one. Exactly. Or Iowa. Iowa has so a writer's workshop from... though. That's a real thing. Lots of states have writers' workshops. But it's very prestigious in Iowa. But writers are also tricky. And so did they just 
Ooh, trick you, you into right about it. Yeah. Ooh, with their words. Mm-mm-mm. People in their words. Mm. They'll get you every time. They will get us. Yeah, so Bill Clinton met JFK his senior year of high school when he traveled to the White House at something called a Boys Nation event. I don't, I don't know what it is. I knew you're going to appreciate the name of this. Yep. But there is a picture of Bill Clinton shaking JFK's hand. There's pictures of more than that. Yes, but unrelated to what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just wait till they go to the bathhouses in oh, Arkansas. Boy. Oh, boy. I can only imagine. All right, next number. What was that? Two. It's two, three. Okay. Who was at the impeachment of Richard Nixon in 1974? The irony of it being Bill is mm-hmm. just num, 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 num. Mm-hmm. What year was this? 74. That's a bit late for him to have oh, been no. at Georgetown. And so, Hillary. Correct. Take a drink. <sighs> Celebratory sip for you. See, I've got some good logic as I'm working Well, this was in law things. school time. So, your timing was a little bit off. That's She was born in like 1947. Yeah, so she'd be like 30 years old. Not yet. She's still in her 20s. So she, this was like during law school, shortly after law school, where she was part of the special counsel to the Judiciary Committee, and they were part of the investigations into Nixon, but Nixon ended up like just leaving office and resigning. Hmm. So he wasn't like fully impeached like Bill Clinton was. I'm still... Confused about impeachment? Yeah, because I know that there's a difference between (laughs) impeachment and being fired. Right. What's the, what's the term for when you're like fired? Because you can be impeached. Yes. But not removed from office. But not removed from office. Right. So I think impeachment is more of like a vote of no confidence, basically, because you've done something so bad that has violated your oath of office. But I don't get why you're not removed at that point. Yeah, I was going to say, but wasn't... There's no way to find out. Fact checkers looking at us like we're a bunch of idiots. He is looking at us like we're a bunch of idiots. But wasn't Bill Clinton technically he was, impeached? He was impeached, Yes. As Donald he was Trump not, was twice. Yes. Yeah. But they were not removed from office. So don't no. look at us like we're idiots. We just don't understand. <laughs> don't say we're stupid because we don't know things. I don't. Yeah, I don't get. Is there, there should be a separate term for. I don't understand the point of impeachment then. Okay, here we go. So Topher, right. read this to us, please. If a federal official commits a crime or otherwise acts improperly, the House of Representatives may impeach formally charge Mm. that official. If the official subsequently is convicted in a Senate impeachment trial, he is removed from office. Oh, so So it's it's like the difference between the House and the Senate and they don't often get along with each other. Okay. So they were formally impeached. They just weren't found guilty of a crime. In the Senate. Okay. So that's the difference then. (sighs) Okay. But you can see how that would be confusing. Right. Because you can't say, well, so-and-so was impeached and then expect it to be, like, easy to understand why they still have. I agree with that. I think yeah. it's weird that it's separated like that. It's probably some weird like, founding father rule that never got changed or Like something. the electoral college. Oh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Okay. All right, we have two more. Six. Where did you do that? Seven. Okay. This person was named one of the 100 most influential lawyers in America. Hillary. Yeah, good for Hillary. She was named twice, actually, in 88 and again in 1991 when she was first lady. Yeah. Or no, not yet. Soon to be first lady. Soon to be. <laughs> Man, all those bus campaign ads. I know. Paid she, off. She did real well with them. Okay, final question. Who helped broker peace agreements in Ireland? In Ireland? In Ireland. Oh, your stomach has something to say about it. 
Bill or Hillary? You didn't give me any kind of timeline, which is cruel. When they were alive. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere in that range. Somewhere in the past 75 years, Topher. Because the thing is, during the time of the Patriot Games Mm. with Harrison Ford Mm -hmm. and Ann Archer, Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton was president. Mm -hmm. However. I like this logic that we have going on. However. Hillary Clinton ended up being Secretary of State, which means that like literally part of her job is to Mm -hmm. broker peace deals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with Bill just for Ann Archer. Okay. I will say that if you had ever gotten around to watching Dairy Girls, you would have known the answer. So pick up your drink. Is it Hillary Clinton? No, it's Bill Clinton. Oh my God. Celebratory (laughs) sip. Yeah, that was a major plot plot point. Was that a plot point? Plot point of the last season of Dairy Girls was Bill Clinton actually traveled to Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. And he was in the town of Derry. Derry. Yeah. And he like helped. I speak Irish. Oh, do you? Do you now? I do. Side note, boyfriend and I watched the movie Leap Year the other night. Oh, it's been a while since I saw that. Why did they cast Matthew Good, who is English, as the Irish lead? Why do they do anything? I know. It was not a fun movie. It was like cute scenery and everything. And Amy Adams is adorable, but not a good movie. There's a much better Irish movie Mm. about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's um, starring the girl who was in... Mm. Nanny McPhee. Emma Thompson. No. (laughs) I mean, yes, but no. Okay. Fact checker is going to pull it up. Okay. But she stands in for a celebrity at a wedding. Oh. And then ends up falling in love with the lead. It's really cute. With the groom? Oh, no. No, but it's it's good. It's good. Kelly McDonald. Oh, Kelly McDonald. Yeah. Kelly McDonald's actually Scottish. Yeah, but she plays an Irish person. Yeah. Well, she also played an Irish woman on Boardwalk Empire. Hmm. So she got used to the accent there, I guess. All right, so let's see how you did. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ooh, you got seven out of the ten. Seven out of ten. But I'm still going to give you the tiebreaker just for I knew you would. I knew you would. Just for funsies. Who was named their name because of a song? Oh, tougher. (laughs) Music. Hillary. Nope. Hillary. Nope. Bill. Nope. Trick, Chelsea. <gasps> Tea drink. That is a <laughs> dirty trick. It is a dirty trick, I and I won. still won. No, I still won. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say the bonus question wins. <laughs> See, now I need a lawyer. All right, so Chelsea Clinton, who is their only daughter, was named after Joni Mitchell's song called Chelsea Morning. Lots of sons, only one daughter. What? Who? The Clintons? Yeah. Yeah, they only had one kid, no sons. You said their only daughter. Their only child. Topher, take a drink for being sassy. All right, let's get into the juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's talk about their scandals. Oh, my God. So, so many. when they returned to Arkansas, they practiced law out there, and they started to get kind of, like, well-known. And they were getting like, kind of good at it. They were getting good at it. After a lot of practice. They got some bus ads. I mean, which is the sign that you're <laughs> getting there. A couple benches, Ooh. some urinal cakes. Oh, that's how you know you've made it. Mm-hmm. And so Bill decided to run for governor. He eventually got elected governor, and he was the youngest governor at the time at only 32 years old, which is younger of than like, both of us. Not just Arkansas, but like Of like anywhere. the whole country at the time, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
That's actually really impressive. 32. Yeah, he was young when they when he got it. So he was governor from 78 to 81. And then he had a little bit of two years off because he wasn't reelected. Then he became governor again from 83 until 92 when he then became president in 1992. And I need to fill up after that cross-examination. Yes, you need to fill up with this delicious wine. Num, 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 num. Topher, I love wine. Yummy. Okay. So Hillary was also very involved with politics at the time as well. And she was starting to do a lot of work, like, with children. Mm-hmm. And, like, health care reform, even as the first lady of Arkansas. And that carried then into her role as, like, first lady of the United States. When Bill Clinton was running for president for the first time, he kind of joked that people were going to get two presidents for the price of one mm-hmm. because Hillary is like so smart and brilliant and everything. But some people really took that the wrong way and were like, your wife shouldn't be involved. Blah, 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 blah. Strong women. Yeah. And sexism. It's weird to me to see pictures during that time because she has long hair. Yeah. I and mean, she, had, she had the big 90s poofy headband yeah. thing going on. Uh-huh. Too. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. It's just, it's really funny to me. In the suits with the really big buttons on them. Yeah. Which is honestly like back in style now, so. That's true. So when Bill Clinton was first elected, he won because the economy started getting bad under George Bush Sr., who had promised like no new taxes. And then he did the new taxes and people were mad. Why do people still believe any politician when it comes to taxes? I don't know. I don't know. Like literally any politician. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and because of that and Ross Perot running as a third party candidate, that really catapulted Bill Clinton into office. And Bill Clinton was also part of this group called the New Democrats, which emerged in the 80s. And they were more centrist because Mm -hmm. they said, okay, after Reagan, we have to become more centrist in order to get votes. Yeah. I remember my grandparents being extremely Mm pro-Clinton. And... That being such a weird thing for me like, as I got what? older. Yeah. Because like, I didn't understand politics right. as a kid. But Of course not. When I was older, I was like, what do you mean? You were like super pro-Clinton. And it was, I think it was almost, now hear this the way it's intended. Okay. Oh boy. It's almost like in terms of the marketing mm-hmm. with the way that it was with Donald Trump of being like, we need something Populous. new. Yeah. That's not a typical Republican. Mm-hmm. So it was like that with the Democrats. Too. It they was, were like, we need a yeah. different kind of, a more centrist, which Donald Trump was not more centrist. No, but, no, but he was but marketed was a, that way. Yeah. Well, and that carried through Bill Clinton's second term as well, because he was the first Democrat in decades to have been reelected. Wow. Which was a big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a successful president politically in a lot of ways, but he was always dogged by scandals. Let's talk so about putting them. in those scandals. Okay. So before Monica Lewinsky, there were some other women. Who's Monica Lewinsky? <gasps> she and Arsenio Hall were super good buds. I believe it. <laughs> From we'll everything I know about Arsenio Hall, that makes sense. Yeah. So there was a woman named Jennifer Flowers and Paula Jones, who were the two women who came to, to light in the public during Clinton's first run for president. Mm-hmm. And this was when he was like still campaigning in the primary. So he and Hillary decided to go on 60 Minutes and like band together, show a united front. Oh, you know, Bill's not perfect, but he didn't cheat. This person's just trying to stir up controversy, da, 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 da. And that kind of helped him secure like the Democratic nomination, basically. Wow. And it was kind of a risky move for them to do that. Seriously. But it worked at the time. Again, power couple. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, coming to light later on, I'm like, yeah, he totally slept with. 
a bunch of people. <laughs> like, it's it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about Monica? Let's do it. Okay. So this was during his second term. Uh-huh. Monica Lewinsky was 22 years old at the time. She was a White House intern. Bill Clinton at this time was in his 50s, I think, at the time. Early 50s, early late 40s. Huge age gap. Even more massive power differential. Yes, from the literal president of the United States to an intern. Mm -hmm. Had a consensual affair, I'm putting that in quote marks, because Monica Lewinsky has since come out more recently in the past few years sharing her thoughts on this. Yeah. Do you remember all of the coverage at the time when that scandal broke? Oh, I mean, specifics? No, because again, I was a kid. Sure. But like the tone of the coverage. Oh my God, it was everywhere. Because this came to light in like 97, 98. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do remember as a kid, because I didn't understand power differentials and Mm -hmm. things like that, and being, I think, in spite of my cult upbringing mm-hmm. and conservative upbringing, having a little liberal inside of me the mm-hmm. entire time, being like, his sex life doesn't really matter to me. Why, why does this have anything to do with anything? And then mm-hmm. realizing it was a, a lot more nuanced than that as I got sure. older. But I do think that a lot of the coverage at the time was not about It that. wasn't about the differential in power at all or the age gap. Yeah. Or anything mm-hmm. about Monica other than her being... Mm. A slut, a homewrecker, mm-hmm. a power-hungry bitch. Mm-hmm. I mean... She was definitely she was vilified. Vil- oh, my God. Like, and to humiliated. The point of, so I was watching American Crime Story mm-hmm. and that season with Monica, which I think they did a really good job. And mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I don't know that I would have the mental fortitude to be able to endure mm-hmm. everything that she went through. Mm-hmm. Like, that... At that age, being taken advantage of in the way that she mm-hmm. was. Yep. And then completely vilified. And the fact that she's been able to pick herself up and mm-hmm. have an actual career that's not built on that. Right. Right. Because it would have been so easy for her to go like the D-list celebrity route and just capitalize on the notoriety that she got from the scandal. Mm-hmm. Which I would have understood too. Because at that point, you would kind of think, well, I don't really have a lot of other options in yeah. terms of like my career. Because I've been humiliated and vilified, so I can't have a normal job at this point. I may as well write a tell-all. Right. Do some book tours. Right. Go on TV, do a parent, like do whatever just to get some money out of it. But she didn't. Yeah. And to your point that she has done so much afterwards, she really has. She's also really funny. Is she? Yeah. You should look up her tweets sometimes. They're really hilarious. One tweet was like somebody put on Twitter, what was the worst advice you got as like a young person? And she responded, get an internship at the White House. Ah. That'd be great. (laughs) So, like, she has a good sense of humor about it. But she has said in the past few years that, like, because of the power imbalance, it really, truly wasn't, like, a consensual relationship in that regard. Yeah. And how could it ever be? Even if she were the same age as he was, even if she were, like, a middle-aged person with another middle-aged person, just the fact that one person is president and holds all of this power and influence, do you feel like you could really say no to that person's advances? Mm. I mean, honestly, I don't think I would if I were in that position. Because you're going to feel that pressure that's not maybe directly stated, but is certainly implied. I think I think that raises an interesting question that I don't have a full answer to. I think another way to look at it, though, is then what does that mean for Hillary? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that you can be in a previous, you know, a relationship that was established long before mm-hmm. with somebody who's in that much power and it's still... Be 
consensual, like what? Well, it, I think for them, yeah, because again, they've been together for a long time. So you already. think it it has to be a pre existing relationship? Yeah. It couldn't be like what's that movie with Annette Bening? Oh, and Kevin Klein, where he's the president? Is that it? Where he's Is like the Kevin single Klein? president? Don't they have a dancing scene? What am I yeah. thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> Where she like goes on a date with him. Yes, like what weird 90s fever dream is this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I and this is not to say that somebody in power obviously can't have like a normal relationship. But when you are in power and you are going after somebody who is your subordinate. Now that. Which Monica was. Yeah. Because it wasn't like she was just a friend of the family visiting the White House or... Something like that. Like she was employed by him as an intern, which is as low on the rung as you can get, basically. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is if you are a single president who wants to have a relationship. You can only date another. <laughs> or, or the head of another country. Yes. Oh, that would be so cute. What would they call it? A union of the hearts or something like that? Angela's ashes? Nope. <laughs> Now we're getting back into the Irish thing, the Irish thing. No, Angela Merkel. I know, but you're playing on Angela's Ashes. I've read that book, don't test me. I can read. By Arsenio Hall, right? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Famous Irish writer. <laughs> Famous Irish Famous Hall. Irish writer. <laughs> you know, time for next cross-examination. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because during the Lewinsky scandal, Hillary was also vilified. You for sticking with him for sticking with him, but if she would have left, she would have been vilified as well. Like, she really didn't have an option at that point. And Bill, like, yeah, it hurt his popularity for a little bit, but he's kind of emerged unscathed from all of this because he's the guy, he's a guy, and it's kind of like, oh, shucks, you dirty dog. Yeah. Like, it's not treated the same way as it would have had it been a woman in power or who had a sex scandal with a subordinate, even imagine the coverage of a first lady Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. having an affair with the pool boy. Right. Oh, for sure. Like. Totally different. Completely different. Totally different. different. Yeah. So all of this stuff with like Bill Clinton sex scandals have really not stuck to him. Like it's, we know about the Lewinsky scandal, obviously, when he was president, but that really didn't overshadow his presidency. Right. Which is so bizarre to me. It is bizarre because- this is very belchy wine. Yeah, and you've got feelings from deep down in your belly about yes, it. Yes, I do. <laughs> For me, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I think of, but that's because I was a kid during the time, right. so that's the cultural touchstone for right. me. But I feel like if you are a generation ahead of me, that's not necessarily the first thing that you right. think of when you think of the Clinton presidency. Because he was pretty successful both domestically and internationally as a president goes. His policies were pretty effective. He was there for eight years. He was there for eight years. And he did stuff like the Family Medical Leave Act, the Brady Bill, establishing NAFTA. He did a lot. The Brady Bill, was that the one that was officially recognizing Alice as part of the Brady Bunch? It was. Instead of just the help? Right. I was like, you are a family member. Such an important, oh my God. No, the Brady Bill was like a federal background check on gun purchases. And it was named after, I want to say, James Brady who had been hurt, he'd been paralyzed or killed, I don't remember, from like a shooting. Hmm. I don't remember all the details on it. But anyway, I mean, but Bill was a pretty decent president as far as like presidents go. Mm -hmm. 
So the fact that the scandals didn't really overshadow all of that is kind of remarkable, but they stuck with Hillary. She's gotten much more shit for the quote scandals than Bill ever got for his multiple sex so scandals. Are we going to talk about that? In yeah, terms let's talk of, about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, the election between her and... So let's briefly talk about Hillary's political career. Yeah. So before Bill became president, there was like a brief consideration for Hillary to run for governor of Arkansas, but she wasn't as popular as Bill. So that's where he decided to do his final run and then become president. She was very involved in his presidency, too, which a lot of people were upset about. And she had a quote to some journal or political group saying that she didn't want to be, like, quote, one of those women who stayed at home baking cookies, hmm. which is very poorly worded. Definitely isolates the women who stay Are home, stayed and, home yeah. and bake Moms, cookies. Yeah. And I so like she, baking cookies. She got a lot of shit for that comment, which I understand her intention behind the comment, but she phrased it very poorly. She was just speaking. She just wanted to say, like, about, I like, wanted. I wanted to have a career. Being a stay-at-home mom or wife, like, wasn't for me. I wanted to also be active and have a career. Yeah. But the way she said it was insulting. But she's always had that ability to rub people the wrong way. And because she's not as charismatic as Bill, it's hurt her more politically. Which is so funny to me because <clears throat> that's one of the reasons that I actually have always been drawn to her. Mm -hmm. Is that there's not that bullshit factor. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. I'm just like, yes, just, just say, yeah. Just say exactly I, what it is yeah. that you mean and then let me make my own decision based on that. And that I don't know, there's an integrity factor that, mm -hmm. that happens with that. I agree with that, yeah. So she yeah, I mean I think she's very calculating in terms of her politics, but she's not maybe as calculating when it comes to kind of like speaking off the cuff. It's she she mm -hmm. tends to say what she truly believes, which again I admire that about her. Right. And she's always been an advocate for women's rights and children's rights. That's always been consistent with her, like, throughout her career. What did you say her platform was when she was first lady? You know, they all have their... Oh, she wanted to do health care reform. That was her first big thing. And she was very involved in the bills and the proposals going around. And people were kind of pissed off about that. This first lady shouldn't be that involved. You just need to have a platform of, we need to bring back the monarch butterflies or something yeah. kind of silly. We're going to... Do school lunches, which well, Michelle Obama love ton Michelle, of shit for that. Love Michelle Obama, but yeah, she well, got a ton of shit for that. She got a ton of shit because, because she's, she's a woman. Black. And she's black. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, so after the Clintons left office, Hillary ran for senator in New York, and she was kind of had a little bit of overlap between first lady and senator. There was like a three week time period in which she was both, which is kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> but she served as senator for New York from 2001 until 2009. She had her first presidential run in 2008, but she lost the nomination vote to Obama, which we knew. Because, again, Obama is a very charismatic person mm -hmm. and Hillary isn't. So it, it's understandable that he would have gotten the nomination over her. Let me top you off. Do I have to? Because I have to. <laughs> I have to ask you a very important question. Oh, boy. Was it more important to you mm. to have the first black president or mm -hmm. the first woman president during that time? I think it's interesting that they were kind of pitted against each other in that way. So I think it's, I, I get what you're saying, because either one would have been a historic first at the time, which would have been really significant either way it had gone down. But the fact that it was kind of, pitted as like an either or was kind of weird. 
It's still weird. It is. It's still weird that we have yeah. to have that and that it's only one party mm-hmm. that Thank you. Yes. has that. Where yeah. it's like, why are we the weird ones? Why are we the weird right. ones who have to be like, well, I guess we have these crazy ideas of you either have a woman or, or a, a black, black person. Yeah. Like, like, what the hell? I know. Whereas like the Republican Party's like, oh, just any white guy. Yeah. It'll do. Any white guy. Yeah. Although I'm very much anticipating that they're going to start diversifying more, yes, but in to like a, such a tokenizing I know, way. I know. We'll see what happens with this next election. Oh boy. I think Hillary would have made a good president. And I think Obama was a good president. I think they both would have been really good. But I understand Obama's charisma. And he was kind of fresh on the scene too. So he didn't have the same political baggage that Hillary had when he was running. Mm-hmm. So I understand like why ultimately he got the nomination over her. Well, it was very fresh. It was just, it was the right time. Uh-huh. It was a matter of timing. It it was. And she has never had great political you timing. You okay there? No, I'm getting worked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's ever really had great political timing in that Which regard. is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate. But she became his secretary of state. Mm-hmm. And she served as Secretary of State under Obama from 2009 to 2013. And she had something known as like the Hillary Doctor. Mm. Hillary Doctrine. Well, I was like, Hillary Doctorate? That's a thing you can say. She study made up for? her own doctorate. <laughs> I have my doctorate in Hillary studies. Yes. You do? So do I. The Hillary Doctrine was. A focus on women's rights internationally. So as you said earlier, Secretary of State travels around the world, brokering deals, schmoozing, and, you know, getting things done. Drinking martinis. Drinking martinis. Going to fabulous parties. Sitting by the pool. Um, So whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, yeah. Hillary loves a good tankini. (laughs) With her martini. And a decent cover-up. Yes. Oh, she loves a good cover-up. In neoprene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she focused on Do women's rights. you know what rights. neoprene is? It's a drink that's neon, right? Wait, is it what Arsenio Hall wears? Possibly, <laughs> who's, who's but I don't say? know who he is. <laughs> I don't know who they I is. know what neoprene is, Topher. Some people are educated. What is it? It's a fabric. Okay. I know. All right. I just want to make sure. Siri, take a drink for doubting me. Just because I dress like a slob doesn't mean I don't know things, Topher. That almost makes it worse. <laughs> I know better, but I refuse to do better. <laughs> she also Be best. Nope. <laughs> Hillary also gave a speech to the UN while she was Secretary of State in which she stated gay rights are human rights. Mm-hmm. Which was good of her as a politician to do that because that was still before like, was the Equal so Marriage Act. so good stuff. of her. It was still before the Equal Marriage Act came out. So I'm glad that she did that. So she ran for president in 2016. She did, famously. And lost to Trump. Famously. She won the popular vote by 3 million votes. Yep. But she lost in the Electoral College. And here to explain the Electoral College is Rachel. So... The Electoral College is based on each state's population. How many Electoral College they votes is directly in proportion to their population. However, some states are a little more unequal and they have too many Electoral College votes. Well, bigger states don't have enough. So when a state gets a vote, whoever wins that state gets all the Electoral College votes. Yum, yum, yum. They eat them up. And then whoever poops out the most Electoral votes wins. (laughs) That's it. Fact checker. That's right. Yeah, he says that's right. Thank you. I'm not too far off. I don't know. Okay. 
It's it's not that far off. So it's supposed to be like more densely populated states have more electoral college votes, but it's a whole like winner take all sort of thing. So if you live in a state like California and you vote Republican, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Same thing as if you are a Democrat in Montana, your vote doesn't really matter. For national elections, like for smaller elections, that's a different impact because there's no electoral college for like state or local issues. But that's the thing. So in states where it was like really close between Hillary and Trump, but then Trump won the state, he got those electoral college votes. So like states like Florida and Ohio and like Michigan, which were more traditionally like swing states, went for Trump instead of Hillary. So even though overall, if you look at the total population, Hillary won the popular vote by 3 million, which is significant. She lost the electoral college vote and we ended up with four years of Trump. So what I'm hearing is we need to reform Yes. Electoral College. We need to get rid of it, which people have been saying for decades, because this also happened with Al Gore. Mm. He won the popular vote, but he lost in the Electoral College count. And that ended up going to the Supreme Court because of like the hanging Chad things in Florida. It was a whole thing in like one county. I remember that being like a talking point. Hanging Chads. But it's. Which you're not supposed to lynch, even if they're Chads. Oh, Topher. I was like, where are you eating lunch? And I was like, oh, a hanging chair. Okay, I get it. Your puns are too good for me. (laughs) (laughs) But most presidents win the popular and electoral. Right. But these have been two recent cases within less than a 20-year span where this didn't happen. And I feel like it's going to continue to happen more and more often. I think it will, too. And so, like, let's look at our state, Georgia. Mm Mm-hmm which had more traditionally in our lifetimes been very Republican. It's starting to change and become more of a swing state. Due to all of the voter fraud. Mm-hmm. Thanks, voter fraud. This episode brought to you by voter, voter fraud. fraud. Do you want to win? Just make up some votes. Are you unhappy with how your state is looking? Consider voter, voter fraud. fraud. I think we could pitch it. <laughs> a subsidiary of Nabisco. There you go. Oh, Nabisco's into voter fraud. You they got to get that first. cookie money somehow. They are, unless they want to pay us to say that they aren't. That's right, Nabisco. You owe us now, or we're going to put out the rumors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, is this blackmail? I think we just made a blackmail. You did. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, so the Electoral College needs to needs to go. Do you remember? No. Okay. I was going to say going to sleep election night and being oh. like, oh, it's close, but she's going to win. And then waking up the next day and then being like, oh, my God, Trump won. No, so I I got off work mm-hmm. late that night because okay. I was working in the restaurants. Okay. And came home. Fact checker was upstairs in the apartment of another couple that lives in our building. Mm-hmm. They were all watching it. And at this point, things were starting to go a little bit south, but mm-hmm. it was still very like, eh. everyone was exhausted mm-hmm. at this point. I'm like, it's midnight. I've been waiting to see. Give me drinks. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to see this through. Mm-hmm. And then an hour later, fact checker is in bed. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Okay. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. I see what's happening right now, but there's going to be like a. Yep. And it's going to be, it's like be fine. The states will get all the votes in, and it'll be, be Hillary, yeah. and it'll be fine. And then waking up and just having that. That dread. Uh, that devastating feeling when mm-hmm. we saw, oh my God. I thought 
in the morning, I was with my ex, and then he told me in the morning Trump won. I thought he was joking. I was like, no, he didn't. He's like, no, Trump won. So, like, I immediately pulled up my phone, Googled it, and then I remember thinking this has to be, like, a bad prank. Like, this yeah. cannot be real. Yeah. Like, how like, this on is, earth? The onion has hacked right. every single. Right. Yeah. And just being utterly devastated and having to go into work. And most of my coworkers were also very upset and devastated and just in shock. Then there were a couple who were just ecstatic that Trump won. And you and we were like heads into We were like, lockers. read the room. Like, you feel your feelings, whatever. But read the room. This is not the time to be joyous. Oh, my God. So I had the next day off. Mm-hmm. And I was hungover. Mm-hmm. And then started just drinking again. And I started messaging all of my friends Mm -hmm. who had already told me ahead of time that they were going to be voting third party. Mm. And being like, this is your fucking fault. And Mm -hmm. when I get pulled into a camp because I'm gay, Mm -hmm. this is your fault. (laughs) I'm still friends with a lot of them. They were very gracious. But also, that was your fucking fault. I stand by what I said. Yeah, as you should. It's really hard in a system where we have two major political parties to have a legitimate third party in a national election. Mm -hmm. And I totally get wanting to have, like, other parties beyond Democrats and Republicans. Like, understandable. But when the stakes are so huge and it's between a competent person who maybe don't like their policies a lot or you have some disagreements, but you know they're going to be competent and effective and a literal piece of trash... You have to vote for the competent person because you cannot let the trash win. But that's what happened. Yep. And Hillary was dogged by her ridiculous scandals about her email servers, about not stepping in sooner in Benghazi and all of these things that were so blown out of proportion, again, because she was a woman. Do you want to break down the Benghazi situation? Oh, you know I love talking about Libya. <laughs> I don't know enough about it. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Other than basically it was a thing of some diplomats and some Americans in Libya. This was like during like the Arab Spring uprisings where there was a lot of political turmoil. Had said to Hillary when she was still Secretary of State basically to her office like, hey, we need more support, blah, blah, blah. She didn't provide it. Her office didn't provide it. And people ended up getting killed. It was, I think, unfairly blamed. Should she have done more? Probably, yeah, of course. But I think that the proportion of what it was and her responsibility in it became so blown out of proportion that it was unfair. It became a a martyr talking point. It did. Where there was no no right answer. Right. And the same thing with her email server thing. Like, should she have had sensitive public information or private information like on a public server? No, that was a dumb move. But was anything hacked? Did anything get out? No. So that was blown out of proportion. Again, like, yeah, she's had some missteps. Absolutely. But her mistakes are judged so much more harshly Mm -hmm. than any male politicians would Mm -hmm. have been. And our media was so awful, (laughs) too, and complicit in Trump's rise in the 2016 election and not being as critical of him as they were toward her. It blows my mind now, I, we all knew this has sure. nothing to do with the fact that Hillary Clinton made these missteps. Right. We know that it's because she's a woman and mm-hmm. that she is a liberal mm-hmm. Democrat. And so now they're just saying the quiet part out loud by right. still continuing to vilify her while 
completely adulating people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah. And Lauren Boebert. And yeah. it's like, okay. So none of this had anything to do with any of the issues that oh, you said. Oh, of course not. No. Yeah, but. It was all to do with her gender and her political party affiliation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is America. Kind of sucks. But Hillary's been okay since the election. She That's good. She's doing fine. Do you know that she's written some mystery novels? No. Yes. What? Yes. You with, know I love mystery she novels. She co-authored some, I want to say, with Louise Penny. They're like political intrigue mystery novels. Interesting. Like a, like a book you would take like on a like a beach read, you know, or yeah. to the pool. Like it has enough there to be like interesting and you want to keep reading it, but it's not like a piece of literature. Literature. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Oscar Wilde, but. Well, well. who is? Oscar Wilde is. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm very intrigued to see what our verdict is. Are you ready? It's going to be, I think it's time. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Are we doing two separate verdicts again? I think we need three separate verdicts. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's do our verdict on the wine. Okay. Guilty. Guilty. This is not it. I'm so sorry. It ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. I'm so, so sorry. It's, <laughs> it, it it's tastes, wine. It tastes like somebody who never had wine, had wine described to them. Now, having said that, I might give my mother this wine <gasps> who has never drank wine okay, before. Okay, because it's sweet and she would like it. Or you just want to prank her. I'm also no contact with my parents. Okay. So you do with that what you will. <laughs> okay. All right. Our, ver our verdict on Bill Clinton. For the charges of? President. Guilty. Impeachment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. I think he was a decent president, but probably a shitty person. Person? Yeah. Though so, I guess. I don't know, Bill. You're a slippery little snake, you are. Don't put him up with the Slytherins over mm, here. He's sliding uh, his way no. in. Mm -mm, no, he's with not. His little reptilian scales. All right. Hillary. Hillary? Not guilty. I'm going to defer to you on that. Okay. She's certainly not perfect. She's had a lot of mistakes. I think she could have taken stronger stances like against the Iraq war and stuff like that earlier on. Maybe been less of like a politician in some ways. Yeah. Maybe gay people were people before you said it. No, I'm pretty sure she's the one who changed that for everybody. <laughs> That's why she's a gay icon, That is right? why I lost my tail. <laughs> right? And you became human. You became a real boy, not just a, a wooden puppet. A real boy. Not um, just a dildo. No, Topher, I don't know your past life. <laughs> you do now. Oh, boy. I think she's been judged way too harshly. And I think That's she's fair. been consistently advocating for people who traditionally did not have a lot of power to advocate for themselves. And I really yeah. respect that about her. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you Ooh. feel as though you've been in situations where you've not had a lot of power to advocate for yourself, mm. contact Motlick and Associates. <laughs> Motlick and Associates, you owe us money now. Yes, you do. But for real, though, if you have any sort of questions for us. Yeah, let us know. We would love to answer them in our sidebar episodes. Mm -hmm. And we will send you merch. And you can contact us at truecrimesagainstwine at gmail and TikTok. Instagram and Facebook. That is correct. Okay, that's it. Cheers. Cheers. Ciao. Bye.